0: This episode is brought to you in part by Thomas Nelson, publisher of The Joy Challenge. Discover the ancient secret to experiencing worry defeating, circumstance defying happiness. Written by pastor and best selling author Randy Frazee, and is available everywhere audiobooks are sold. Hey everyone, this is Chris Starin, the host of The Truce Podcast. I've been releasing episodes every other week for a while now, but I thought I'd use this off-week to introduce the next few months. Believe it or not, everything we've covered so far has been a prelude to the following six or eight episodes. That includes the stuff about Russia, the Founding Fathers, the Empire series, workers' rights. All of it will come together soon. We're just now getting into the stuff that I really wanted to tell you but I needed to build up context first so that you'd have a base level of knowledge going into some of these really fascinating topics. I wasn't going to do this little bonus episode, but I was on the phone with a friend the other day, and he said that when he listens to the show, he feels really tense. Like he's waiting for me to come out and reveal something really big, like that I'm a communist or flat-out condemn the Christian church. Maybe take some weird theological stance. We've been friends for like 18 years, and he's still waiting for me to take a big 90-degree turn. If a good friend is confused, I imagine you may be as well. So, first, let me allay your fears. I'm not going to try to convince you to become a communist, or a socialist, or a capitalist. That's not the goal of this show. But I need those frameworks to tell the story of the American Christian Church— In the mid-1900s, we're going to focus on the 1940s, 50s, and 60s for the next few months because those years are considered by some to be an era of revival. It's also the time that Make America Great Again folks are wanting to go back to, a time when religion was very public. That manifested itself in a lot of ways. Ten Commandments monuments were erected around the country. Under God was added to the Pledge of Allegiance. Billy Graham toured the world and was on television and radio. The national prayer breakfast began. We sent missionaries around the globe. Literally, there were ads in bus stations, on the streets, and even on packages of bread telling Americans to go to church. Religion was everywhere. It was also the height of the civil rights movement, Jim Crow laws, the Vietnam and Korean wars, and more. Together, we're going to see how that very public faith came to be, and how the rise of communism encouraged the shift towards public religion. This study is kind of in the zeitgeist right now. There are lots of Christians writing books and articles that say that we are living in a post-Christian America, where the signs of public faith are being torn down. And lots of Christians are afraid of that worried that this is a sign that persecution is on the horizon. So, this is the perfect time to understand how public faith in the U.S. came to be. How capitalism, religion, and patriotism got bundled together. Because we're seeing this stuff erode in the public square. And together, we're going to ask some big questions, like really big questions about that era. Not to bash the church— but to call us to do even better. As you may know, until this podcast grows to the point where it can support me financially, I'm driving a school bus. I'm a permanent sub, which means I hop into whatever bus needs driven that day. If someone is sick or on a field trip, I can take over their route. When I'm not driving a bus, I'm also an evaluator. I ride with my coworkers and jot down notes about their driving, student management, and their pre- and post-trip inspections. The goal with these evaluations is not to crush morale or let the other drivers know that they're being watched. It's to take the already honed skills of this great and capable people and make them better. Not to be a jerk, but to encourage little tweaks that can keep the kids and community a little safer. I see the job of truce as being similar. We're doing an evaluation. Together, we're going to talk about some uncomfortable things. But I hope that instead of seeing these discussions as an attack, that you'll view them as a way to make us better. The mission of the show, remember, is to explore how we got here and how we can do better. We can't do that if we don't examine some darker aspects, too. So in summary... There is some great content coming. I'm not trying to convince you of a political or economic model. I actually go to great lengths to keep my own political affiliations out of this show. I know that drives some people nuts, but I think it's a valuable practice if I'm going to tell these stories. Also, I'm not going to suddenly renounce Jesus or bash the church. That's not going to happen. My relationship with Jesus is the most important thing in my life. As part of that, I belong not just to a local church, but I see myself as a member of the global church. I work hard to remain biblically orthodox because I take that responsibility very seriously. What I'm going to do is present the history and then encourage you to come up with your own conclusions. I know that's scary because most Christian media tells you what to think rather than giving you good information so you can think for yourself. There are literally Christian organizations that will tell you exactly who to vote for during elections. Not just for president, but for ballot initiatives and judges, too. I don't want to be that guy. I see Truce as the place where we can have hard conversations. And we need to be having hard conversations. In a post-Christian America, it is valuable to go back and examine the era when people said that we were a Christian nation, how it even came to be, what it meant for the politics of the United States to be so closely interwoven with religion, and more importantly, how that meshing of the two impacts our witness even today. Because we didn't just tie religion in the United States here— We exported that union when we sent missionaries abroad. We have to do an evaluation in order to learn from the past. Okay, hopefully that relieves some of the tension. I've put a statement of faith on the website at trucepodcast.com and a bio about me in case you'd like more information. On the website, you'll also find links to all of the books featured on the show, bonus materials, pictures, and more. Get ready for some of my favorite episodes that I've ever made. And thanks for supporting the Truce Podcast. God willing, we'll chat again in one week. This episode was brought to you in part by The Table Podcast at Dallas Theological Seminary. Listen to rotating hosts discuss issues of God and culture to demonstrate theology's relevance in everyday life. Find it on your podcast app for videos and more visit dts.edu slash podcast.